what you're thinking. How did this happen? Well, it's a long story. What are you doing Thor? Hmm? Thor? Thor, yes. Thor. Exactly. So you guys have some uh, thinking about Thor already? Ooh, not yet. Let's get in that Thor state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's uh let's let's put our fingers into a power socket so we, we feel electricity just like he does. Let's get swole. I was about to try and speak like Shakespearean shit and it's not working. Oh, Shakespearean shit. Forsooth. There you go. Now you're yeah, now you're speaking Thor's land language. Language, uh, Heimdall. Heimdall by Frost. It's based on what Norse or Norse Dutch? mythology? Okay. Yes, interesting. Dutch. <laughs> Dutch mythology. Dutch mythology. Windmills and clogs. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast Endgame Edition Season Two. This weekend only. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a car ad. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded well, like. End of the year sale. We got We have all these models. We got to get rid of them. You, you got to come Salo down here. Gigante. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Do it like Rick from Rick. Jesus, Morty. We gotta. We gotta sell these cars. We, we have too many cars. We can't. We can't keep them. You gotta cars. do it like a podcast one. Do do it. Do it like if he was okay, talking about this podcast. There you go. Uh, well, welcome, guys. Welcome to Countdown to Infinity. It's, it's a podcast. We talk about Avengers. I don't even. Uh, I got. Shit, uh, Morty! Fuck, I haven't seen any of these movies, Morty. Uh, we, we gotta t- spend some time. We gotta uh, go to the Red Box, Morty. Uh, you got you have a Red Box subscription? Uh, you, uh, you got one? Uh, <laughs> and Morty's like, "Oh, Rick, I don't have it. I don't have Red Box. You, you don't need Red Box. You can just go. You don't need a subscription. You just gotta go there. And you put your money into the Red uh, Box machine, Morty. You, you just you're like, uh, you, you gotta have money. You have money, Morty. You got you, uh, you got a good job. Why do you keep? <laughs> Welcome to Countdown wow. to Infinity. Uh, so we're in danger of getting sued by <laughs> Dan, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. If you guys are listening. Open invite. Open invite, guys. Open invite. Uh, so we have watched every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, starting from Iron Man all the way to Infinity War. Um, that is all in our back catalog. Um, so if you scroll down, you'll see those. Those started, I think, in December of 2017. No, I think it started January December 2017. It's crazy. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a year. You can listen to those if you want our <laughs> reviews with guests um, about every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. But this mm-hmm. go-around, this season, we're talking about these Karaks, these superheroes, where they are in their journey with Marvel, our favorite moments, uh, the heroes, the sidekicks, the, the villains, villains, all of that and more on today's episode featuring... Thor. 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 Odin's son. Odin's son. Is it Odin's apostrophe son or is it Odin's son? Odin's son. Interesting. So I guess I would be no dad's son. Yes, I guess. Damn. I now take from you your power in the name of my father and his father before. I own it, all, father. Cut you out! Whoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. Let's try the Shakespeare thing. You guys want to talk Shakespearean? Ah, nope, I'm already out. <laughs> you sounded like a Wario, Waluigi. Wow. <laughs> I thought I was like a why pirate. You, or yeah, something. why did you have to rasp your oh, voice? Arga, here we be. Here there be monsters. You best start believing in ghost stories. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow. In one. Yeah. Um, welcome uh, back. We're talking about Thor this week. Thor, an interesting superhero because he is not of Earth. Right, Earth. interesting pick too because oh well, I guess we will talk about Hulk eventually. Yeah. But like you know, there's um, a reason we're talking about Thor first. So this is Hulk. considered uh, not Earth where he's from, <laughs> but there's a whole line of comic books and stories from 
the Nordic Nordic mythology. Right? Is There's, it really? Like, there, I guess some of these yeah, these stories, I'm sure, predate the the comics by a long shot. Obviously, oh, the actual obviously, stories. Yeah, they were yeah. they were uh, obviously inspired by these. Yeah. So for sure. That's yeah. You're, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like the character of Thor is in the most timeless character that we're talking about because he is inspired off of the actual. Um, yeah, <laughs> Nor- say the Norse actual God. character. Yeah, yeah. The, the mythology character of Thor from Norse mythology. He's yeah. got he's got a base there. Yeah, he does got a base there and and in that it's <laughs> it does kind of follow like the entire I mean loosely obviously for for the sake of like you know excitement and entertainment and for, a, for a new for um, some for a new audience. Yeah. It does kind of follow the basics Pudesh. of like of Norse mythology when it comes to like you know his fellow gods and the the nine realms, the yeah. Yggdrasil, the tree of life and stuff like that. The it, weapons they wield. The... I think of all of them he has the biggest family storyline. Uh yeah, because a lot of these, a lot of the other Fam- huge, super huge, huge, family. huge family is gonna be huge. Yeah, and that was my family. Trump impression. That wasn't very good. Huge, huge wall. Um, <laughs> because out of all of them, I think he has a family. Has a lot of family drama, a lot of uh, royal drama. Royal drama. The queen, Meghan, like Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah. Um, fighting the brother for the crown. Mm. Well, let's talk about the first <laughs> Thor film. Uh, what do you guys think? No, but uh, so he also has a good trilogy of films. We talked about this on our Iron Man. Does he have a good trilogy or just a trilogy? He has a trilogy. Yeah, he has, yeah. A, he has he a, a trilogy of all of them. Probably the most variety of different Thor films. That's totally true. Also I the guess, most yeah. underwhelming, I think. Oh, damn. Shots fired. No, no, no. I, I will agree with Drew on there. It's probably the most other... Thor Ragnarok obviously is a great movie. Yeah. But I don't... Sure, I sure. don't exactly... Oh, I guess it does two, redeem the, the other, other two. two I guess, just yeah. never found their footing. Like, they, both of them wanted to be something very different. But also, we talk about how uh, Thor 2 was a big game changer in the way that they manage the story. Oh, the actual, uh, like, in, of yeah. the entire, like, you know, because they, they introduced All the, the Infinity Stones, basically, mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, Thor, Thor himself was already a quite an invincible superhero. And when we were introduced to him, it was sort of the breaking down of his power and losing the right the hammer and, and it's coming giant, to Earth to learn who he is. A giant gamble, too, because, like, I guess I've always thought of, I think I said this also, too, on the Thor episode, like, me... I'm, not coming as a Thor fan into this movie, I was like, I didn't know what to expect. Kind of like, silly, right? Did, yeah. Are the comic books written in that language? The yeah, Thor, o- Thor always talks like that for sure. Um, like he does talk like very like Victorian some, yeah, or like old it's not something different. Yeah. Uh, they usually use that to make him the butt of jokes, like the way Drax is or whatever mm. in the Guardians movies. That's what I figure. It seems silly reading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he is one of the most different. But uh, they have Avengers. other characters that talk like him if they're like you know sure. doing Asgard stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But um, at the same time, he he has that relatability, and that's what they use basically in the MCU is the family. Where family. Every, everyone family Toretto yeah. Toretto so that he's brash at yeah, first like everybody he's like has reckless everybody has that family everyone has that sibling that you you had a, a rivalry with you guys are siblings Andrew John yeah, siblings yeah, uh, siblings. John the Loki to my Thor oh what the snap. hell yeah. I thought it would the, the other way oh, around yeah, no you're right yeah I'm definitely more of the mischievous type oh where'd he go Andrew's gone Oh, there he is. Uh, uh, peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> You're tickling me. <laughs> um, Tickle butt. That's, I think that's what's really special about Thor, and that's why I think it's great that he was included in the MCU so early, is he is the first of all the MCU movies to be set outside of Earth. Right. Like and it, it introduces that intergalactic... Um, and- like element to it. You know what's crazy words. is that to me he had a Sorry very for, like kind of interrupting here in this part. Yeah, yeah. John's he, fucking pissed or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, that, He's covering what, our mouths and telling us to shut up, shut the fuck up, and <laughs> let me talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's cool is that he to me like his um, outing was very underwhelming, but towards the end of like more recently, he's had like some really, really, he's had one of some of the best moments in mm-hmm. the MCU recently. Um, even almost looking like he might take up a leadership role to be maybe the, uh, one of the few, uh, first wave Avengers that, um, that survive, survive, that keep yeah. going. And it's not like the films aren't becoming, they're more lighthearted, but they're definitely still just as dramatic. I mean, yeah. he has so much happen, and we'll talk about this later on in the arc, but so much happens that rests on his soldier, soldiers, his shoulders, his, and his soldiers. Yeah. Um, but there's so much uh, that Thor is going through. Uh, we see a lot of that Infinity War where yeah. he actually internalizes 
all the craziness yeah. that, that he's lost a lot. He's gained very little. Yeah, so you really get to see Except what a personality and a yeah. sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. You you get to see what this character is made out of, and again, one of the strongest when they're acing the Hulk compared to the Hulk, and yeah. even in one of his movies, he's able to overcome the Hulk. So Thor's a favorite for a lot of people. I think he he's a he's a really fun character. Yeah, people to love see. him because he's hot. And he's hot, baby. Right. Yeah. They Let's still haven't nailed down the. I feel like they still haven't nailed down the comic book Thor. But at this point, we're so far beyond that. Like that's okay. Because like I think the closest thing to the comic book Thor is probably was the Dolph first... Lundgren back in the day. Oh, well, no, it's the first <laughs> Thor movie because Ragnarok. I mean, is obviously not that that comic character at all. Yeah. Like it's it's a very it's a really really cool interpretation that I think works um, for what you know for what we're given. It only works with Taika Waititi's uh, genius. Yeah, exactly. But like, it is you know kind of the the closest Thor character you get to the actual like comic book Thor is probably the first movie yeah. and the second one maybe at times. Let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about sex. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Let's talk about Chris Hemsworth, who plays... Uh, the, the titular t- character. The titular character. Tit. Speaking of tits, he's got some good ones. Uh, They're called pecs. He's so hot. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Chris Hemsworth comes in. pretty Fairly a young actor uh, in terms of where he is. Yeah, uh, he just did, like, Star Trek, which is the first Star Trek reboot. He just I did think, Dancing yeah. with the Stars... Australia. Did he do? Did for real? Was that he before? sure did. Damn. It was that. before Thor. Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that that, that that was rock bottom. Like Dancing with the Stars is rock bottom in and the U.S. There, like goes. Goes. in the US. It's funny that he Jordan Peele us. His he is a fairly he takes he's such a grounded guy and he could play this as a super comedic thing, but because he is so authentic, it's not, it doesn't seem campy at all. Yeah, the it does that not, he does, actually, he does. Yeah. Especially when it's a, just a straight-up fish-out-of-water movie. The first time when he comes to Earth and, you know, he's talking about cars for the first time, the film. Yeah. Well, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what's crazy is that this character for Chris Hemsworth has really propelled him into uh, probably an A-list conversation of actors where he's worked with Ron Howard and Rush and where he's uh, taking over franchises like The Rock and in Cabin in, in the Black. Woods. Cabin in the Woods with Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard. Men in Black, and, is that what you said? Yeah, Men in Black. That's what I'm saying. He's like The Rock. The Rock. They call The Rock the franchise uh, saver. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, gets you real hard like a rock. <laughs> gets you between a hard place and The Rock. And he, um, he definitely has a sense of timing. Um, he's a good actor like it's a lot of actually really good yeah a lot we talk about all the depressing things that happens in these films and they're major things Uh, yeah they are i think he loses a family member in in every movie in every single movie he's in which (laughs) sucks um but yeah Uh, let's talk about the world of what's it called asgard asgard let's talk about the world of asgard these guys are pretty powerful right they are yeah, they're pretty keepers. much aliens, basically. Because I mean, as it sounds like it's in the heavens or whatever. Well, the As- yeah, yeah. The, well, Asgardian the, way myth is. Is, the Asgardian myth is where the gods live. So, like you know, these people come from Norse mythology. So, like the when they landed, because in the in the original movie, I think they land in Norway. So, like to fight a lot of stuff. So, like you know, apparently they're the, the frost giants. Yeah, to, so to, they, to push them back to Niflheim. Right. So, like, so they have all this all this mythology that started in there. Like, and I like. I do kind of like, dig the fact that it's like otherworldly, but the um you know so the nine realms of uh of the, 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 tree, the tree of, of life. life yeah I can't remember them off the top of my fucking head but they're there, and I um the whole world is like pretty pretty vibrant like it's very you know um what's the word for this like it, there's a lot of like it's I want to say medieval but it's like very medieval inspired I guess or like you know very. It's you it's, know swords well, and, and, and it's almost like Wakanda where it's like it's it's very like uh, uh, retro very primitive but so advanced Ooh. in a way like like primitive life in like sword no guns no nothing like that yeah I see what you're saying but oh, okay. they're, they're very elegant and futuristic like and it's like in Black Panther where like oh we have spears we're about to stab you psych and they shoot like a, like a gun or like a, a laser blast right. where it looks very um, you know not as advanced. Right. Um, in in weaponry or whatever, but they put on chainmail or and it's it's like charmed or something, you know. Yeah, so. it's definitely built around like Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. Yeah, they have axes and swords. Valhalla, Valhalla. <laughs> um, witness me, <laughs> witness me. Uh, but yeah, so th- th- this was uh, also a really big risk. Definitely sets up the stage for Guardians. And other well, we didn't even know if this was gonna work too at first, which is like the crazy thing because like Thor, 
the way the character of Thor is drawn before we saw Hemsworth, like, you know, in his costume was very weird. Like, it's a dude with, like, a metal hat on his head with wings. And it's a guy, like... They all have wings. Captain America wings and... It's a guy with a cape. Yeah, it's a guy with a cape and he has, like, four dots on his chest. And he has, like, a a hammer that, like, he swings around. And it's, um... It was a dude... He turns into a dude named Donald Blake, too. Like, he has an Earth disguise. Like, an Earth, you know, persona. Which you get to see uh, briefly in Ragnarok. Um, he's called Donald Blake. And then, like, he, um... He carries around an umbrella, and that umbrella, whenever he stomps it, like, you know, he turns into Thor, like the, the god Thor, basically. So, like, taking all that, like, weirdness that I just described right now, like, out loud into play, they made a really decent movie out of it, which is, like, pretty cool. And it turned me onto the Thor character, oh. like, the way it turned, turned me onto Chris the Hemsworth. Iron Man character. Hot. It is, uh, yeah, there's so much that happens uh, on Earth. It's 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 still a really... Uh, it's still really based in you know New York and all that good stuff too. But yeah, so it eventually it grows and grows also. more out of uh, into their world. But let's talk about their world once more and talk about the villains of Thor. Um, Thor. Uh, so in the first one, you he... get the Destroyer armor, mm. which is a very big villain in uh, just the Destroyer in uh, the comics. Um, it's one of his main villains for sure, which is kind of disappointing on how they get rid of him so quickly. But he is in there. Um, they also he gets have, sent to Earth. Yeah, yeah, and you have the Frost Giants as well, who are um, basically you get to find out that Loki's lineage Loki, um, yeah. is uh, ends up being the Frost Giants, which is crazy because he's supposed to be Thor's brother so and he's adopted. We'll talk about Loki in a bit because he's kind of in a weird place between villain and and yeah, yeah. sidekick. But uh, yeah, so Frost Giant. Then there's the uh, sounds silly, but the Night Elves. <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the, dark the, dark the dark elves. elves. The dark Sorry. elves. Doesn't it seem weird? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, and then they're also villains too. It's, yeah. it's not like they were created uh, for specifically for the movie, but they're led by Malekis, played by Christopher Malekith Eccleston. The accursed. Yeah, um, Christopher Eccleston in uh, the Thor: The Dark World, mm-hmm. the we Ninth also, Doctor. We also do have Curse. Yeah, Curse also, who's yeah, played who's by uh, Killer Croc. Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Adewal, yeah, I forgot the last name. But. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a, that that's pretty cool to see that villain come yeah. to, to life too. He was uh, one of the cooler looking villains, and then finally in uh, Ragnarok, there's a couple. I mean, he- definitely Hela's the Hela and the big Surtur. one. Uh, Surtur, yeah. Surtur, yeah, but also Jeff the Grandmaster. The yeah, Grandmaster, yeah, I was say, like, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, kind of a villain, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, but definitely yeah, I mean, one of the elders of the universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not really a Thor villain, but a villain nonetheless. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity for his villains because they're all so out there and they're from different worlds. And again, some of them are his family, which is family Toretto. Toretto. <laughs> um, but this this is actually good in between time to talk about Loki. Loki is Loki. Loki can have his own podcast, technically, but yeah, he's going to have his own show eventually, too. He's a loved uh, member of the MCU. He's a fan fave. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston, played by Tom Hiddleston, which is crazy because he originally auditioned for Thor. Um, huh. So there is an audition tape out there that you can type up on, on the Google. Another trivia game. On uh, the YouTube. Uh, but yeah, um, he did, tried out originally for Thor and ended up being... Um, the heartthrob of the MCU. People yeah. love the way... And he's, he's got that little charm to him, which um, could be mischievous for, for he, some. He straddles the good side and the bad side. Don't say straddles. Uh, he <laughs> rides <laughs> hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, and um, he, he plays it well. He's even uh, the villain in the first Avengers movie, which is really cool. It's it's, it's a step up, and, and he's he, definitely worthy of he's that always mantle. He he has just as much development, I think, as Thor throughout these films because he goes from being the jealous brother to being the villain to being uh, yeah, well, a and then friend. To, help, to helping out, yeah, and then in, in two movies, kind of, and yeah, and then it, to literally, yeah, to literally it, have like a sacrifice in that last yeah, movie. Well, and it's crazy to basically uh, like such the the big range of uh, how far the the character of Loki goes, especially because Marvel has an act for um, killing all their villains. And here's a, you know, that's one thing the Thor franchise uh, you have to love about is that they they really gave you a really solid uh, one of the best villains in the MCU, and he survives. And I'm I'm sure they were surprised Survive. at the the reception that Loki got and decided to sprinkle him in yeah. a couple other places too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Loki is a an in between villain sidekick. Well, let's talk about his sidekicks. I don't want to say sidekicks. What were we calling them? Supporting, supporting cast? cast. Let's talk about supporting cast. Maybe. Let's start so with in- Oscar winning. Natalie Portman, mm, Oscar-winning Jane Foster, Jane Foster, 
who has a weird arc over the three films. A very incomplete arc, obviously. And I think that's that's due to the fact. It's it's, due to her. It's unfortunate. It's due to. It's due to lots of like factors, really. It's due to not just the actors. Maybe it's just it's due to the way people reacted to that storyline. Um, Maybe even also, the consistency. There's different directors all the time, so she yeah. may not even. There you go. Yeah, and I think like they they it was unfortunate because the Jane Foster character is a very great character in the comics, and she's very important to the Thor mythology, or to the comic Thor mythology, obviously. Um, it's just that something about the way. The relationship was written in those first two movies just didn't click with like audiences, and well, it, it wasn't. It was kind of confusing at times, and it was also, it felt like a, it felt like something off of a checklist that you you know that you checked off in these superhero movies. Yeah, well, and I think that's where the Thor franchise really lacks. Uh, where where it lacks the most is uh, it doesn't have that stereotypical uh, love interest because. One Natalie Portman didn't really work out, but then you have Lady Sif, who's like, "Oh yeah, like, kind of." I, I'm kind of into edging. him too, but at the same time, you have Valkyrie in the third one, yeah. where you're like, "Who are you interested I'm in? Are friends. you just, are you just hoeing around, Thor?" Oh jeez, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, what don't I'm slut shame yeah, Thor. Thor. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you you don't really get uh, well, a consistent. Really, yeah. How big of a love interest is Jane Foster in the comic book? She. Eventually, she's, a, she's a, Thor. She's, eventually. she's his main uh, one up until yeah. he she uh-huh. becomes Thor. So oh, wow. like, she does become Thor at one point. Yep, one hundred percent. But like, because you know, um, there's a lot of comic books where they have multiple. Right. Yeah. yeah like Superman has lovers. Lovers. Yeah. Lois Lane, Lana Lang. And yeah. Stuff. I get that. But like, Thor, he does have multiple lovers. Actually, I mean, Thor and Sif. I mean, Lady Jane and or Jane Foster and Sif. <laughs> Are the Stop only ones me, Andrew. Jane Foster and Sif are the only ones that I know that are obviously. I mean, they're kind of relevant because like we're watching them on screen. Um, the Valkyrie character is a character in the comics. I'm not sure if that's a love interest though. Like it's uh, maybe, uh, maybe not. Because she's obviously not a love interest in the movies, even though they kind of hint at that. But they kind of they're like, ah, made you look in a, in a very Taika Waikichi type of way. Um, his other cast includes um, from these earlier movies, um, Doctor Selvig. Dr. Eric Selvig. Selvig, who also is a big part of the first Avengers movie as well. Yeah. Um, you you get a, uh, Kat Darcy. Dennings yeah, as Darcy. And that I think that covers the first one, right? Uh, Agent Coulson, again, returns in the mm-hmm. first one, which yeah. is pretty cool to pretty see Pretty big part, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Well, Clint Barton. introduced to Hawkeye. He's not really yeah. like a sporting cast. Yeah, but, like he's, but yeah, 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 you get his introduction in the first Thor movie, which is cool. Um yeah, and uh, it, it, you get obviously uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins as Odin, which Odin, is crazy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Rene uh, Russo. Yeah. That's Rene. actually who are, when I said Oscar winner, I was going to say Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. But I forgot Natalie Portman won one as well. Boom. And so did Boom. Kenneth Branagh, who directed the first one. Yeah. So there's a lot of Oscars everywhere. There's Oscars everywhere. That's true. And then you do get uh, Rene Russo as um, Frigga, which is pretty awesome. And you can't forget Idris Elba as Heimdall. 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 And then you get the Warriors 3 with Lady Sif and. Uh, yeah, a huge part. Uh, Fandral kind of and an, a weird and... send off to those characters as well. I mean, a quick send off, I'd say. It's kind of a. I I took it as a little weird and a little bit almost insulting, but basically just like kind of wiping the slate clean of whatever didn't yeah. work for the other movies. Well, and you can see on how like they they were trying to. It's almost like a like in a, uh what is it. Uh, uh, wrestling where like they're using somebody to to put somebody over where it's like oh this mm. is a villain they come in and they, they want to make them look that much more powerful and here's the warriors three who like beat up they fight next to thor and then she's like bam bam you're dead you know yeah, yeah. but it didn't work for me also i could yeah, see what they were trying to do but you're right but you, the warriors three and sif are like major supporting characters yeah, so this, i think they deserved a little bit more of a nobler and more noble end nobler yeah Nobling, Figgy, Noblest. Yeah, I think there's a lot that goes with them having such different directors and you know introducing characters, and maybe well, the next guy doesn't want to expand those characters. And also, yeah, exactly. You can't fit everything into the movie. You know that. Yeah. So you you need to cut things. So I can understand why why Taika Waititi made the decision because Thor Ragnarok Waititi. was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, and then you do got Valkyrie, who's played by Tessa Thompson in the last movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't even know who you add in the second one. Who do you add? You don't add anybody. It's the same same people, right? Um, yeah, same people. Was, um, mainly, you had that that Darcy's boyfriend. I think the second one's. <laughs> it really is a Jane Foster kind of movie, and right, it's all yeah. about the women in his life because his mom is a really big, heavy part she, of that. She too. almost beats Malekith herself. Yeah, so I, that's why I think this is so melodramatic, and it really is a soap opera for Thor until and, the third one, really. Yeah. yeah, and that maybe that's why it's such a weird breath of fresh air. It's like well, this is very different, but still has a lot of sibling. 
yeah, stuff yeah. going on too. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's a lot of good sidekick. He doesn't really have a sidekick per se, someone who follows him around everywhere, other than Loki, but he plays a very different role. Right, yeah. I think we get that. Yeah, there's there's a sidekick Valkyrie aspect of it, yeah, to like Valkyrie and yeah, the well, Hulk. And, and yeah, the, the Hulk one, is yeah. awesome. The Hulk's a big uh, supporting character. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Third movie, yeah. The third movie, you get the Grandmaster with Jeff Goldblum, and you mm. get uh, Tessa Thompson. We already talked about her so a little bit. And the aliens. Um, yeah, Korg. Yeah, Korg, Korg played yeah, by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi yeah. He stole the show, really, yeah, for a yeah. lot of the for revolution has begun. For a lot of Ragnarok bite, I'm going to Australia later this year. I'll be excited Australia. because it's so close to New Zealand, which is a different country. Uh, they said uh, Australia is kind of like a the uh, uh, if the Texans if Texans were British. I was <laughs> watching. I watched, a, I watched a movie set in Australia. And I thought it was a Western, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's they Australia. Australian was British. They're not British. No, I said Texas were Texas British. Was British. Yeah, where te- if Texas was in Britain, they'd be uh, it'd be Australia. Because <laughs> they had to they had to I settle the land. They had horses. And yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, they had. Yeah. Uh, I really hope we're not. They, we're not a, uh, they have an accent. I really hope we're not offending any Australians. Mad Mox. We do have quite a few listeners in Australia. And uh, shout out, good day, mate. Oh my god, to you all. Hope you have a lovely day. Mate? I was trying to say like... A, All right, let's talk about our favorite moment. No, I was copying uh, Tim Curry from Home Alone. Uh, let's talk about our favorite moment. Think about your favorite Thor moment. Oh, I, I want you guys to it. look in the mirror right now. Get a hammer. Mine's a very brief moment. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's what she said. Very brief. John, what's your favorite Thor moment? So my favorite Thor moment actually comes back to the part where I was actually sold on this character... It comes from the very first Thor movie when they're fighting the Frost Giants. He is swinging his hammer around. He had just finished swinging it in kind of in very dumb looking fashion, actually. Now, nowadays. <laughs> Straight no, up flying no. with it. No, in in because we were kind of watching it while we were talking. Um He was um, swinging his hammer like in a circular, mo- like you know, he was swinging it around like the way you would swing like a sock or something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, a sock filled with. <laughs> I know that sock. That sock's not for your feet, baby. No, so yeah, like a sock filled with quarters. So he's like he's swinging around and he's hitting all these frost giants, and then at one point he sees that he's getting surrounded, and he lifts his hammer up into the sky, and actual lightning strikes it, and he's able to take out every single frost giant in the area, and that to me. Was crazy because I didn't know how they were going to work in work in that aspect of like him being a god of thunder, like you know. Thunder. And it thunder. that scene was like thunder. okay, cool. Like it's it's really awesome. Like it, it the lightning strikes it and he hits it and it like it looks perfect to me. So like that to me is still my favorite Thor moment. Ah, thunder. Um, <laughs> my favorite Thor moment has Your favorite to be Thoment. Thoment. Um, mm. My favorite Thormint uh, is... He's eating Thormints right now. <laughs> yeah. um, it has to be... It's like you're thinking about it while you're talking. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. Uh, <laughs> officer, uh, I can do mine if you need more no, time. I'm just kidding. No, oh. I have time. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, you're going to hear me think, bitch. Okay. <laughs> He's kidding. Let's see. Um, my favorite uh, Thor moment has to be in Avengers Infinity War when they're uh, all fighting. That's and then a, that was my favorite one. Thor, I think of a different one Thor comes down <laughs> with, uh, uh, with the Guardians in badass fashion. Well, it's because I still watch that moment now, and I'm like, yeah. still tingles. Uh. There's too many of them. You know? it, it's a crazy. You know, the Russo brothers say that they planned that exactly because they knew that they wanted him to appear at the moment of like critical tension. Like well, w- when you want him to appear the most, 
that's when they were going to deliver well, Thor. That's what's crazy is that like you have like if Thor would have arrived on Titan, it would have been the exact same effect. Like, hey, Thanos, you're going to Pound Town, homie. Like, put him up. You know, Pound Town. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got one. Fla- you're going to Flavor Town. You got a one way dick ticket to Pound Town. You're taking the F train to Assville. <laughs> Yeah, you going to ass guard. You better guard that ass. <laughs> that is a really good. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Because uh, uh, that's the actual like Thor, the actual. Well, Thor. Yeah, like, and he actually I mean, has power. He, you over can tell the, like once he has storm, Stormbreaker. Yeah. yeah, Thanos shoots that beam with all the Infinity Stones, then Stormbreaker just plows straight through that like it's fucking tissue paper. So I think if he would have got there on Titan, not only would the Avengers have succeeded, right. but they obviously succeeded on Earth, and they were able to push back all uh, the Black Order and the Outriders. Um, obviously, he should have went yeah. to the other place. And he's, he's with Groot <laughs> yeah. and R- R- Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, yeah that's and, a weird little. That's still the weirdest part about that scene is the fact that like I think he they shows wanted up with those two. <laughs> they wanted to Ragnarok him. Yeah, where it's like this is the the this is how we can keep that that uh, that parade going. That, yeah, that yeah. that funny Thor going. Yeah, yeah right. he was really concerned about keeping the the Ragnarok thing going yeah, and, the, and I think the best thing they did was pair them with the Guardians. Yeah, well, and yeah, also exactly, you, yeah. you got to kind of wonder if uh, maybe uh, scheduling conflicts played into that because John was John put up a uh, he said a good point when we were watching uh, Infinity War because it's on Netflix now. So um, <laughs> we're watching it and he was like, well, there's CG characters with him, so maybe he was the one that was least available. By himself, yeah. So, yeah, they're like, oh, go film your scene with Peter Dinklage, and then that's pretty much it. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> you know? baby. You know, but, uh, yeah, so maybe that, that played into it a lot. Yeah. But it was the, that moment was amazing. Oh, so good. Such a good yeah. – that may be – yeah, that's so Bring good. Oh, so it's not your up. favorite. It's not my favorite anymore. Just drop down. My favorite scene from the Thor films and with like, Thor. When he's shirtless in the pond. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first time I see him – no. I love his scene in Thor. And it's really kind of a group effort it's on the Ragnarok, bridge. It's a Ragnarok ah! scene. Yeah, baby. Because he's full, he's full on God of Thunder. He's got – Lightning coming out of his wahoo. Tell me, brother, what were you the god of again? Has Valkyrie and his butthole, yeah, <laughs> and the incredible true, Hulk thud the farce. Um, so it's kind of a group effort scene, but, but it it's is still really a really cool. good yeah. scene it's for the Thor. Revengers. All the Revengers, it really is tearing ass. It is a good, yeah. So that's my favorite Thor scene, and it's the last time we see Asgard the way it is. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that's a, that's a, that's an amazing scene. It's pretty great. God, a yeah. lot of good scenes. God, so many. Good scenes. Good scenes from that movie. Some mm-hmm. runners up would probably be Thor versus yeah. Hulk in Ragnarok, which and is pretty awesome. Wait, it, Thor's but Thor versus Hulk in the first Avengers was amazing too. Yeah. Like everyone yeah, was wanted very to, brief. Yeah, but everyone wanted to see that. Like that. That was yeah. one of the that big was like one of the, the big first Avengers, yeah. especially because uh, the Avengers is based off of loosely based off of the Ultimate Comics. Nick, I mean, uh, Nick Fury looked like Sam Jackson way before he was on the the, the yeah. film screen. So um, oh, and then that 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 page where yeah, he, where he thunders Hulk, down. Hulk is almost the villain of the first uh, Ultimates book. Yeah, and uh, basically the Avengers are trying to stop him, and then not like, controllable. It, yeah, it's like it, all hope is lost. He he beat us, he and beat then lightning everybody. strikes him in the chest like uh, Sabretooth in the first X Men when he goes oh, flying yeah. through, and then it's Thor basically there, like then fucks his shit up. Man, if if Thor and Storm had a baby. It'd be it'd be the god of thunder, <laughs> god of thunder and lightning. Thor is so it's really insane because every character, every superhero has such a different fighting style and fighting technique. Thor has such a uh, physical, hands-on type fight. Right, yeah, he's he literally much more of a brawler. Yeah, yeah. fist fights the Hulk. <laughs> it's very different than Iron Man. You know, the Hulk who is. Just ta- like it's rampaging, the same thing, actually, yeah. But, yeah. but for Thor, later on, when the, he's more controlled, but the Thor Hulk. is a little bit different because of the size difference, and like he's an actual like man, like he's the, you know, DC, Marvel's its own. He's thing, a obviously. man. Well, no, no, it's not. I'm, he's what I'm not trying to say dude. is like it's you like, are a douche. Um, this is he's like basically before because obviously we get into some other superhero esque character or super powered esque human looking people like Captain Marvel and stuff. 
Um, he was the first Superman character, I guess, for for Marvel. Like, because yeah. you can't Superman obviously belongs to DC and stuff, but like everybody it's else, like a, a demigod falls yeah. to Earth and like holy smokes. Yeah, and I'm gonna talk about the values because the values obviously belong to Captain America, but like Captain America has like a weapon, which is that shield, and Iron Man has his gadgets and yeah. you know and stuff like that. Hulk is giant and green thor um, is a god yeah thor is just like it's it's meant to be a god and he has that hammer like really his, charismatic guy yeah he has some he has some of the shared values is... yep. right but he can't be hurt like you know you can see people shooting him or like a blast yeah. happens or like a yeah sokovia falls on him and he's still yeah. alive so, but you know, you know well so what his connection to earth mostly was earth. jane foster right and right then and that's the reason why he now wants to, it's like, kind of yeah. just to stop Up in the air yeah yeah, now he has no home, so he, it's almost like uh, I need to I need to have a second home. Mm. So uh, they were planning on taking the Asgardians to Earth, yeah, because he, they like they like him here, you yeah. Know? So um, yeah, very interesting, and I mean it's it's pretty crazy. I think partially um, the the mainstream success of this fr- franchise um, uh, helped. Uh, God of War, I think, too, in and uh, or populate, repopulate, yeah. like you know, repopularize Norse mythology. Yeah, you would right, say? exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where like things like that, where it, it literally game of the year or whatever, you know. So um, it, it's pretty cool to um, see that uh, Nordic, uh, I guess, uh, influence. Yeah, influence like and it, interest. In, Norse in is back like because of Thor. Norse, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. For sure, and Neil Gaiman, who yeah. wrote a different book called Norse Mythology. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But very, exactly. but very different from the Thor we're talking about. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, wrapping it up. Let's talk about the arc of Thor. So from the very first, we talk about how it's kind of dramatic, place, yeah. but it is very different from one movie to the next, even through the Avengers franchises. Um, but I mean, he definitely. I think though, he takes his biggest character change in the first film. When he stops right. becoming arrogant, and Definitely. then afterwards, he kind of stays the same for a while. Like he kinda really similar, halts. yeah. And even in Ragnarok, I think those comedic elements were there. They just never really focused on them as much as like they the did in, in Ragnarok because mm-hmm. he was always funny. Like it, even in the first Thor film, because he, he, ah! he had he, good comedic he, timing. Yeah, yeah. He, he like screams at the. the he also like out. very talked. He talked very differently, and he was like you know obviously like a. They literally played up that fish out of water thing, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But Different. you're right. Like it wasn't like you know all those elements were there. They were just like kind of heightened in yeah. uh, Ragnarok. And they had an equal, really s- melodramatic moment that you're like, oh damn, that's mm-hmm. kind of hardcore. And it's weird though because Ragnarok does have a fairly important. I mean, his whole home planet was going to be destroyed, and his dad, his dad and his sister's yeah, trying right, to get yeah. So it's still there, um, I suppose. But yeah, what do you guys yeah. think about the arc of Thor? And we can talk about. You can talk about whether or not you think he' gonna die. He, he, yeah, um, I hope he doesn't because I think Chris Hemsworth is uh, uh, built to last another ten years uh, for, as his for character. Uh, yeah as his character, and I think you can get uh, now you've seen that uh, he has a wide uh, variety of things that he can do. Even if it, I mean maybe Taika Waititi can do it again, maybe not. Maybe you want to move on or whatever. Maybe that's the thing about the Thor franchise is you get a different director every single time or whatever. But. Um, I think uh, I think it's it's it, it'll be pretty interesting, especially if he takes one of the uh, a leading role as because uh, I feel like he's been a, a side character in the Avengers and um, the Avengers movies. Yeah, right? he just shows and, up and then leaves. Well, well he's almost the, like a Deus Ex Machina too. Yeah, because like he's so points. strong that you can't just have him around all the time. So he's like the one that's yeah. following orders or the the side character or in the back gets hurt or the, throws out like just the muscle. Out. Yeah, exactly. To where like, oh, I need to go somewhere else because the other realms need me. You know, I'm the only one who can kind of do that, but uh, minus the guardians or whatever. So um, I think it was cool to see him being pushed to the forefront. He had the most screen time in Infinity War mm. um, out of the heroes. Yeah, because he he was so kind of to me not disappointing, but like I was really kind of disappointed that we didn't get him. Like you know, kicking ass in the first two Avengers movies and yeah, Thor, yeah. In, in Avengers and one or two. You know, so, so the first film he he changes a lot, but in Infinity War that's the second time he changes the most. Uh, you know, as a character, I think. Yeah. If anything, regresses too, because like yeah. um, at one point, you know, um, Thor Ragnarok, the entire message of that movie, I feel like, or one of them anyway, is like you know you don't need your hammer to um, yeah. Do things. You don't need your home to be. And then, as soon as Infinity War comes around, he's like, "I need my fucking hammer to (laughs) to do this. I need another (laughs) weapon." Yeah, exactly. It's almost the anti Infinity Gauntlet, though. Yeah. 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 Because it's like it's it's a weapon to destroy. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know where they're gonna go after that. Like, is he gonna keep it, or is it is it gonna be done? But it does. It's crazy. It gives him the power of the Bifrost, where it lets him go anywhere. 
So yeah. it literally, like, if for the next one, if he keeps it, then the world, the universe is your oyster. You want to make him part of the Guardians, and like one of the Guardians dies, and he joins or whatever. Or, you he know, sure can. Something, something so weird like that. Chris Hemsworth, his contract ended with Ragnarok, um, with and of course the events, yeah. sorry, the Avengers films. So he technically is not contractually obligated to make to come back yeah. any more Thor films. I know he wants. Two. I think they, if they asked him, like I think it's all like you know, because like everything in the in big budget filmmaking world is literally about money. So. Oh yeah. So guys, so, let's start a GoFundMe. So, but I feel like if they, I I think they left on a good. I mean, we won't know until we see Endgame. Yeah. But I think they left on a good enough terms that like if they wanted to ask him back, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be tough. For yeah, and, to say and Ragnarok no. is one of the highest grossing Marvel. Uh, films, so yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's one of the more popular potential. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it was awful, I'm sure they would be like, "Well, no more." Yeah, it was really good. Well, that's it. Yeah, it made a lot of money for him. Um, do you guys think he survives then the uh, the aftermath of Endgame? Um, Does he make I, it to the end of the game? I I think so. I hope so. I think um, again, I think Chris Hemsworth. Uh, it'd be smart uh, to to do it. Why not? You know? Yeah. Why, why, what's to stop you from being the next uh, Robert Downey Jr.? You can get paid the most in the, the MCU if you want to. Yeah, there's a... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that can still happen. The universe is... Yeah, I want to see some badass team-up scene between him and Captain Marvel, and they just you know take him to town. Go downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, I think... Uh, well, we can wrap it up if we want to. John, uh, what are your final thoughts on Thor? What's uh, your thoughts on Thor? Thor is like... Uh, uh, um, when it came to this, like when we were, I think I mentioned this too, like I, like I said uh, in the early episodes, um, Thor was one of those ep- uh, characters that really surprised the shit out of me. Um, I was not a fan going into um, the first Thor movie. I was pleasantly changed um, by it. Like I'm a Thor fan now. Like I would actually go out and buy, like I haven't bought comics since, but like I, I would actually, not like comics, comics. I'm talking about like Well, Thor you comics, haven't bought yeah. any because you steal them. You, you goddamn no! I don't steal them. <laughs> you, st- you you borrow them, Xerox copy them, and then sell them at the flea market. God damn it! No, I don't. We're back to the flea market. I am um, like super interested in Thor's stories because of this franchise. So like you know like like the way I said like with um Iron Man and stuff like most of these characters that come about with these Marvel movies turn me on to Marvel. Me being like a DC person like growing up and stuff. So um I I'm I like the Thor franchise. It's it's mishaps. You know, can be seen, but they're appreciated now. Like you know that we're at Infinity War Endgame status now, so like it's it's pretty cool. And I I think the um, I think the the franchise like for people who, um, they're they're good they're good movies. The third one is like obviously the best one. Um, I'm not the two are kind of like you know, they're eh, di- like, very different. They're very different, and they're also like you know they kind of like because the first one you can totally see like the budget running out, and then the second one is like you know, a really cool idea, but just very kind of done, kind of wrong. Um, but the third one is like, you know, amazing. And then the way the character kind of acts and it's supporting, um, movies like, you know, the Avengers and stuff, like it's pretty awesome. I love the, the way they keep them as a deus ex machina or like a ace in the hole or muscle, um, which is pretty awesome. So like Thor is pretty cool with me. Like he's, um, I don't, he's pretty great. You guys should, uh, check more of them out. Check out Thor. Check out his ripped. Check out the Jeans. actual Thor too, like, and let us know if he's yeah. as good as the character that we're talking about. Andrew, what do you think about Thor? Your thoughts on Thor? Thirty thoughts on Thor. Thor, um, Thor, 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 Thor. Yeah, um, I think uh, John's right. I don't think I had a um, a lot of attachment to the character of Thor before um, before uh, these movies. So it was pretty cool. I didn't watch a Thor cartoon growing up or anything like that, or I didn't watch the Bill Bigsby series. I knew of them. Um, it wasn't my first. Uh, it's not like I hadn't heard of him before, but again, um, I didn't know really what um, what he was all about or his backstory or anything like that. So um, I think uh, he... Like uh, you didn't think he would work, though, like just like talk, right, yeah. talking about the character. For sure, and I think uh, now that they found <laughs> something that works with him, uh, I think they should try to expand a little bit more on that, and um, you have a little bit more of... Uh, of uh, a place to stand, I think, and uh, I, I think you can uh, you can expand it definitely, just like the way you did with the Guardians. Where like if the if the Guardians are going to work out with you because of the whole James Gunn situation, then I think this is a good substitute to hold you over until then. Yeah, I I always considered Thor kind of the silly, uh, like Aquamany 
superhero in this universe because mm-hmm. uh, you know he spoke to a little funny, really colorful outfits, and you were like, "Oh, this guy, oh boy, there's something going on with this guy." Yeah, but he doesn't say "bro" like the way Aquaman does. Yeah, that's true. Bruh. <laughs> Sorry, bruh. You didn't say awesome as much. I mean, I say nah. awesome a lot, but I'm not Aquaman. So nah, shit. dude. <laughs> um, but Radical. yeah, so, so I think the original Thor definitely turned me around, and I think it's just because of the way they portrayed him. Because they did a lot of good things right, too, in those originals. He's definitely a genuine character with with genuine emotions, feelings. He wasn't just a parody of some king or something like that. So really, really good. And the way that the third film is, the way he is in Infinity War shows just how much potential there is still left for someone like him. I, I feel like they're... I think of all the characters in, in the Avengers, he's lost the most. And so right. that yeah. may potentially mean that he's not going to come back because what would he come back Two. I mean, you know. I mean, you can always do like just like a f- He's happily, to happily ever after, yeah. like you know, to the other half of the Asgardians that weren't, you know, killed. Killed. Well, we know. talked about this earlier, but the Asgards, like they already cut in half. Yeah, they are cutting and half, and they're cutting half again. So there's only a fourth of them left. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. we don't know, a ton of them die. And I mean, they can go to a nice asteroid and just like set up yeah. shop there. Oh, like, how the mighty have fallen! If Spock can do it. There you go. Uh, yeah. With like four it. people. Like yeah. Four. <laughs> they got a mate. Mate hard, baby. Spock around the... <laughs> All right. So that's it for us. Kinda. What do you guys have to plug? We should introduce ourselves. We didn't introduce <laughs> ourselves at the, at the Okay. Top. So now you know. Now that we've told you the dealio, <laughs> my name is Andrew. Hey, guys. It was John. And my name is Emmanuel. And you've been and together. Listening. We are Voltron. I know. <laughs> we speak with one mind. We're like those uh, precogs in um, shit. What's that? Minority, Minority Report. Report. Yeah, we 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 shit out balls that tell you if someone's gonna die or not. <laughs> Is that what happened in the movie? I gotta watch oh, that movie no, no, again. No, no, no. It's like, oh, we're gonna die. Um, but listen to all the uh, Duff and Pod shows. We got some exciting stuff coming up for you in uh, this new year, twenty nineteen. New year, twenty nineteen. Um, go to the Duff and Pod new Patreon page. The Patreon page has been a little dormant, but we're going to start, you know, releasing stuff for that really very, very soon, up. actually. It's going to be really awesome. Yeah, like you- a beer rising from it. A beer? <laughs> a bear rising from its slumber. A beer rising from its glass. Yeah. <laughs> Too much um, foam, baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to give you some awesome foam with a new show and um And foam stands for, well. what does foam stand for, uh, John? <laughs> What's the acronym stand for again? Free orgasms. <laughs> oh, boy. Like a... As money, Gunner. free orgasms as money. So we don't have any money, uh, but we'll, <laughs> you know, I think you get it. We'll give you something. It may be worth more than money, right? Yeah. On Patreon, <laughs> we're prostituting ourselves on Patreon. Holy shit! Um, we got some exciting uh, stuff coming out on the sticker fridge front. We should have a new uh, season of fan films going out pretty soon. Um, Director showdown. Ended its uh, latest season, which uh, Cronenberg versus Carpenter, which is pretty awesome. I did some episodes for that. Um, I think that might be it. There's a it's gonna be a new comic coming out pretty soon, but I will announce that when John's we get writing to it. a comic book. It's gonna be pretty. I mean, I'm helping out with the comic book. They're asking sure him to take over Superman. That's bring not him back at all. Actually, yeah. no one's buying them anymore. So John's gonna save them. Yeah, all right, can, it's your turn, yeah, Drew. Confirm nor deny. <laughs> Um, so, um, everything he said, what he said, that's what he said. Plus, um, and also if you like Thor, then you will like some comic books. If you like heroes or fantasies, have we got a store for you? It's called heroes and fantasies. It's got both. Damn. Um, what if I want, uh, I don't like being called heroes and fantasies because it kind of sounds like a porn shop, mm. but H and F I'm the hero of my own porn. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. It's still the same thing. I went to Heroes and Fantasies like 20 times in this last month, just walking around, looking at stuff. Fantasizing about heroes. Fantasizing about heroes. Andrew was like, get out of here. You can't do that to that doll. Get out of here. We're closed. You can't uh, ruin that pop. Yeah. That's the only reason we have a hose, because we just hose you down. Yep. Hose for days. Yeah. uh, But yeah, um, come by, visit us at Heroes and Fantasies. uh, I'll hook you up with some more Thor stories, if you like. Thories. Um, Thories, exactly. 
Um, I mean, again, if if you want something a little different, I'll give you a little bit of the Jane Foster Thor or some Beta Ray Bill Thor. Yeah, Thor's the woman. For sure, yeah, yeah. Thor is wow. all. 100%. Wow. 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 Wow, Mater. <laughs> Tomater? Wait, is he to in Cars? Mater. Yeah, he's, he's Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. Okay, cool. Ka-chow. Yeah. Ka-chow. Wow. 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 Um, <laughs> make sure to listen to all the Dolphin Pod shows. There's a lot of really good stuff out there. Um, yeah, just follow it on uh, everywhere: Instagram, social media, Facebook. Friends, uh, if you want a free audible, uh, audible book, go to audibletrial.com/slash/dolphinpod.de. Uh, whatever. Um, but <laughs> you, you know how to spell this. There's a lot of Dolphin Pod stuff going on. It's really exciting, and we're giving stuff away for this podcast. Countdown to Infinity. Make sure to tell all your friends that it's back. Share it with them. Make sure we're on your feed because we're we're back, baby. We're we're back. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Morty, we're we're back now, Morty. Countdown to infinity. <laughs> Jesus, Morty, you look like you you look like shit, Morty. Oh God, when Morty. Did, when did you start drinking more than Rick? <laughs> I don't know, right? Fighting, fighting Hardy with Bacardi. Um, well, it's uh, a new day. It is <laughs> technically totally. if you look at the clock, it's a new day, new yeah. me. What are your commitments? Same shit, different day. We were all shitting right now. Same like shit, 11, different 50, toilet. At, at, at eleven fifty nine, we all we all grabbed toilets and we were we got a you know, for our midnight shit, the witching hour shit. But we, yeah, the then, shitting hour. And then we went into the next day, so it's literally same shit, different day. We got to do this podcast all sitting on toilets. Yeah, uh, try that with your friends, folks. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> sitting on the toilet. Oh my god. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Bye. See you at the movies. Later, guy. Ooh, copyright infringement there. Okay, I did a Rick and Morty thing. Oh, shit, my bad. The bets are off. Later. You're missing an eye. This isn't over. I think we should disband the Revengers.